The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Sports Scramble Podcast, presented to you by Belly Up Sports. I'm your host, Chet, and I've got, I almost said Jacob, I've got Tyler and Wade with me. Jacob's working on school stuff. School comes first. He's trying to graduate last semester. So, but, you know, good luck on your project, Jacob. You'll he'll, you'll catch him uh, later this week when we got a special guest, special guest interview coming later in the week. But how y'all doing this weekend, guys? doing good yeah beautiful weather here 80 degrees feels like summer got baseball on golf on i'm ready to turn the page you know a couple weeks after football ends it kind of sucks but uh this warm weather has me looking forward to baseball and and all is right in the world yeah it's not warm here it's like 60 degrees 20 mile an hour winds so i'm still still in the thick of it i know i know (laughs) more central central texas not north texas just quite yet but uh, I'm making do. I'm making do. We all played golf for once on the on this w- lovely weekend. Tyler, how'd your round go? Yeah, it's a miracle that we all play golf. Uh, we haven't played golf uh, really in, all together in one week, well, excluding Jacob, uh, since our annual whack. Uh, but I think our my game went pretty good, considering the circumstances that I haven't played since early August. Uh, I had a group uh, – of uh, high schoolers actually uh, let me pass them since I was just a solo. I had my mom uh, in, the golf, in the golf cart. Uh, she, <laughs> my gosh, I have my mom. Have, you should have had you should have had her recording your swing. We could have thrown her. Oh, on well, and she did. Uh, she, re- she recorded some of the putts. Uh, most of them were actually makes, uh, considered or not. Uh, but yeah, she only recorded the makes, guys. Yes, <laughs> only recorded the makes. It didn't really record the misses. Uh, but I was able to really watch some film on that. Uh, definitely had to work on some putts. I think my drives up were pretty good. I did have to really, you know, with the 15 mile an hour wind to my back, I pretty much had Welcome to, to my like, world, yeah, lower down the T. And pretty much hit a bunch of stingers. Uh, but the one hole that they let me pass on, I was like, okay, well, first of all, like I hate whenever somebody watches me, like whenever they're right behind me because they were walking the court. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything stupid. I'm just going to hit this one straight and true. And I did. It probably only went like 150 yards, but it, I was, wasn't was going to like make a fool of myself and like hit it towards somebody's house or somebody like that. But and then they watched my second shot, and I pulled out my five hybrid. I was able to put it on the green and then set myself All up right. for a birdie putt, which I missed, uh, but I was able to tap it in for a par. But the hole that really was shocking was actually the last hole. It was a, it was a par four, 336-yard drive, and I ripped this sucker 300 yards and pretty much nice, almost put it nice. onto the green. So. All in all, I played bogey golf, and to my standards, that's pretty damn good to me. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. For as much as I practice, I should be better than a bogey golfer. But <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start practicing with a purpose, trying to really get that that score down. Um, I hate when people are like I love when people are like, yeah, go ahead and play through. But then I hate when they stand and watch you. I know it's the most nerve wracking thing that happened to me last week. I rolled up to the course. Uh, 
And there was nobody out there. And I was like, well, shoot, let me just – I was planning on just, like, hitting the range. I was like, oh, I'll play, I'll play a few holes. Roll up, and there's these two – there's dad and his son tee off. And I was behind them. You know, I hadn't teed off yet. I was just like, I'll just let them – you know, it's first hole's a par five. Let them finish. Then it'll give me enough room in between. They tee off. They turn around and go, are you by yourself? I was like, yeah, but y'all go ahead. He goes, no, 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 go ahead, tee off. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. So I walk up. I didn't even use the range. First swing of the day, I managed to pipe one down the middle of the golf uh, course using my Piper golf balls, which uh, we'll go ahead and first sponsor the show. Oop, I got to get a little taller to cover my face. Um, <laughs> using my Piper golf balls, and you can use them too. If you go to Piper.golf and use code SportsScramble10 for 10% off, Wade was using them this weekend. So for all you people watching on YouTube, you can see the link right there. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can also hit the subscribe button and join the family we love all of our subscribers we appreciate anybody joining but yeah piper.golf sports scramble 10 for 10 percent off tour quality balls at a non-tour quality price back to the story um i walk up there i'm like all right first swing of the day let's see what happens pipe it down the middle it's like sweet that that felt awesome that i could see the dad kind of turn to his son because i mean i like uncorked this thing and uh, i wish my son was like that yeah, the son, his son was like 12 years old, so I don't think like he was see that, that son? far. That's what you, you, got son, you don't have a beard and can hit it 250. Hey, I hit it 300. Don't, don't be, don't be hating on me like that. Um, but then the second shot, I absolutely shanked it through my cart to the other side and <laughs> I hit it right on the you go from glory. Nice one, Chet. <laughs> totally missed the ball. It went through my cart. I was like, oh man, that's embarrassing. And they were they had driven up to their ball and they they saw it happen, and I had to drive by them. I was like, "Thanks for letting me play through, guys." <laughs> went to the ball and hit it, just went down the hole. So wait, I, I hope your your uh, round went a little better than mine did. It did. I checked out a new golf course. Um, buddy That's of mine texted me on Friday night and was like, "Let's play golf tomorrow." And I said, "Okay, but where?" Because everything was booked up because the weather was beautiful. So we ended up at. Um, the Pines at North Park, which is formerly known as the Denham Springs Country Club, um, okay. just down I-12 from Baton Rouge. And uh, we used the Golf Now app. I know they're not one of our sponsors, but I'm going to go ahead and give them a shout out. It was $12.99 for 18 holes. Nice. Um, so you, got, you got one of those uh, hot deals? Yeah, a hot deal of the day. Um, usually they're at, you know, middle of the day or a time you don't want to mm -hmm. tee off, but 10 20 in the morning couldn't beat it so i uh, really kind of tempered my expectations of what the course was going to be for you know 13 dollars. but um honestly it was it was a fun layout and they did have a little bit of trouble growing grass on the uh the tee boxes and some of the greens but overall it was a pretty nice course uh good layout nine holes um but then when you played it the second time they had a whole different set of tees so that you were playing a different angle okay. on each hole and uh didn't really keep score or anything i saved the piper golf balls for the back nine since i was already kind of warmed up shanked mm -hmm. the one that y'all see on the twitter photo uh i did nah i think i lost it and then um on the very next hole i used it again it was a much more wide open fairway hit it about 260 or so up the middle i was very pleased with the piper golf ball and used it a couple more times on the on the drives uh so uh, i had a, a good time it was nice to 
you know, play twice in one month. Felt like I hadn't done that in a while. And uh, the old, you know, old tailor-made burners are holding on, man. I, I keep saying I want to get new clubs, but hitting these are right. <laughs> I saw a guy on Facebook. He's listing his full tailor-made set. Everything. Bag, putter, wedges, irons, driver, three-wood, hybrid. It was like 1900 bucks, but you could buy it separately. And I know you were looking for some new irons, so I may send it to you, and you may be able to uh, hit them up. Yeah, that'd, but, be, uh, that'd be good. It's definitely going to be my wedding present to myself as soon as we get back yeah. on the cruise. I'm going to make it happen. Uh, <laughs> but I thought tax season was going to help me out. Did not, but it is okay. Yeah, no, the taxes are taxes are killing me too. So got to pay more this year. Uh, not what I was hoping for, but, you know, it is what it is. We can't do anything about it, so why even complain, you know? Hashtag adulting. But, yeah, I, I I was I was talking about all the golf stuff. I was like, man, I miss when we were in college where we were get out of class early. Like, hey guys, you want to go play nine holes at the LSU course where you can't even find your ball in the fairway? But it's when you free. thought my uh, twelve ninety nine was expensive for a round of golf? <laughs> yeah, we we'd go pay like it was either free or five dollars. Yeah, eight dollars, and we'd go play and just go out there and play all day. That that those that was the life. So, um, and I, I mentioned my little little event last week. I did play in a in a match this Friday back when I was in Houston at the old home course Longwood where the WAC took place. Uh, played a lot better than I did in the WAC. I can tell you that. I was hitting the drives pretty good. I've got my driver pretty consistent around 300 yards. Um, so it always just leaves me with like a gap wedge or a 56 degree in. And uh, I really need to work on my touch with those two clubs. But there was supposed to be a 2v2 match. And Jordan, if you're listening – I really wish you would have showed up because I could have used your help. It's my work buddy. Uh, he 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 bailed out last minute, and it was a two v one match, and I was the one. But the guys did give me a mulligan on each hole, and uh, or two shots on each hole, and I was four down through four, and I and then I took a few holes. I took some back, but I think I you know we, I ended up losing four and three, but I was I was outnumbered big time. Uh, I turned it on on the back nine, but that front nine was rough, and. Uh, they never let, let go of that lead. So, but it's golf. We're getting better. It's yeah, finally four started. and three at Longwood is just familiar for you. You lost. You and Wade lost hey, to us before, and, and they lost four to three in uh, up in Texas in Lake Canyon Lake. <laughs> yeah, he was up. I can't get <laughs> four holes to go. He was up three, and I took the last four. <laughs> well, then you only won by one. Four and three is. We didn't even play the last three holes because yeah. it was impossible yeah. for me to win. That's what happened but, at the whack. <laughs> and then we uh, the then we saw Jacob hit get a hit a chip for a birdie off camera. Yeah, chip it in <laughs> when it didn't camera. matter. <laughs> yeah. So, but you all played to the, better off camera. Yeah, we did. Uh, I think we were too focused on the camera. I don't know. We'll we'll uh, we'll get a cameraman for next time. Uh, Wade, you alluded to the wedding in a few weeks. Tyler, I'll have your Piper golf balls when I come into town and see you then. You'll get your sleeve, and I'll bring Jacob's sleeve as well, so the whole crew could be rocking the Piper golf balls. Oh, I'll you know, we talked a little, next time I go golfing. There we go. You could take a little video, but you got to make it. Make it. You can't can't be posting. That's why I just said another three hundred yards. No evidence. Game. I hit it bad. <laughs> there you go. Wait. Now you're figuring out the social media game. Um, we talked about LSU. We got to talk about some LSU baseball this weekend. Uh, they took the first game. Like, what was it like? Nine to seven two, to three. So, yeah, seven to three. Um, everything was looking good, and then Saturday, Iowa rolled out a guy throwing 101 miles an hour, and we just couldn't get it done. 
we got the absolute brakes beat off of us, like 14 to four. Uh, so dropped the first loss of the season. It was bound to happen eventually. But Tyler and I were talking. We're like, all right, these guys got to respond. They did. They won 16 to four today. And with that, they won by 12. They had to win by 11 to break the tiebreaker between us and Iowa and Sam Houston State. And so LSU wins the uh, Round Rock Classic, takes the championship belt back home to Baton Rouge. Um, so that's good to see. A little, little concerning uh, with the lineup. Trey Morgan was playing left field and then got hurt running into the wall, which I don't agree with him playing left field. He's the probably the best first baseman in the country. And I know you got to have uh, good old Bear Jones in there to hit because the dude just hits absolute missiles. Um, and Tommy Tanks dislocating his shoulder, playing DH. Jay Joss is just trying to figure out how to put all the best hitters in there. But I don't know. I think you got to keep Trey at first. You can't risk him getting hurt like this. But he came back today and he played good, had a few RBIs. Uh, Tyler, what did you see from the Tigers this weekend and how they responded from their first loss? Yeah, really, I think that they handled their business. I mean, no one is going to go undefeated in, in college baseball, just how baseball really, if they can just take two out of three every weekend, that's that's your goal for this season. So I think going back to Friday, we saw Paul Skeens. I mean, he look at the first inning, he threw 32 pitches, uh, but only let up the one run. And after that, he was like the Paul Skeens, uh, like we saw during Air Force, and then, uh, well, like we saw against yeah. Western Michigan, he had uh, he, 10 strikeouts. Really he, had a phenomenal. He, that first inning, he was a little iffy, which I say, what did we see? We didn't see because D1 Baseball made you buy a subscription to yeah. watch the games, and I refused to. I already paid for ESPN+. Plus. I'm not paying for any more subscriptions to watch three baseball games. Uh, we can talk about that in a little bit because that's a little ridiculous. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, he came out and 10 strikeouts back to his normal form, so that was good to see. Yeah, and then on Friday, there was a couple of times uh, where uh, our guys uh, could have hit home runs, uh, but the cold uh, and the wind uh, kept some balls uh, out in the air. Jared Jones uh, had a long home run. That should have been one. Uh, it was good to see Tommy Tanks uh, back in the lineup. Uh, he dh pretty much the whole entire weekend since he's still recovering uh, from that separated shoulder injury from opening weekend. And then Saturday's game uh, is we're – we really saw this LSU team uh, face adversity for the first uh, time this season. Uh, Iowa, like uh, Chet mentioned, was pretty much facing uh, one of the best pitchers that LSU is going to face, even with Tennessee's guy, Chase Dolander, is probably going to be the other guy that, that they're going to face this season as well. But he's one of the best pitchers in the country. He added, he added his fastball working for him pretty much all game, uh, his curveball, his slider as well. I mean, Iowa jumped out to a 4 nothing lead. LSU was able to, to cut it to four to two, but it was pretty much Iowa's game from start to finish. They really jumped on uh, Riley Cooper. Uh, ain't, you're not facing Western Michigan anymore, Riley Cooper. Uh, it's just going to get tougher and tougher. So I feel like Riley Cooper, I mean, I feel like he's good enough to start, but if LSU is going to want to be successful, I feel like you just have to make the move back to the bullpen. You need a trusty lefty coming out of the bullpen. I think we're going to ultimately see Thatcher Hurd be your Saturday guy. And then I think that Chase Shores, uh, he really bounced back from a little shaky uh, opening weekend. He really had his stuff working for him, but his command was off. I think his command was definitely better against Sam Houston State, a team that really can compound baseballs. They're one of the best offensive teams that LSU will face uh, this season. Uh, but 23 hits today, very impressive. Uh, he had better weather conditions. Uh, the wind was blowing out. Uh, it was in the 60s, like Chet mentioned, out there in Round Rock. So 
all in all, a pretty good series uh, series win, pretty much. And now you have to face at the Texas Longhorns on Tuesday. Yeah. Was all Chase Storrs left after two innings? Did he was he injured or did he just reach a pitch count limit or what was? The, yeah, they're they're probably just pitch count since he's a freshman. Yeah, he's a big freshman. He's like six foot eight. Yeah, huge. Oh, he gets keeps that control under wraps. He's gonna be he's gonna be our Sunday guy for sure. Wade, you gonna make the trip out to Austin to watch us take on UT? (laughs) I think that's all you, my guy. You're hour and a half away um, from that game. Uh, I think it's gonna be a hard ticket to get though, for sure. Um, Yeah, it's a shame though if the guys aren't playing their their true number one pitchers you know for a midweek game it'll be interesting to see who pitches it might not be a true representation of those two teams but i think i do think lsc is the better team on paper yeah there were some rumors that we were gonna like hold out paul skeens this weekend and maybe throw him tuesday um mm-hmm. just because you know i think texas what they were ranked like number 10 to start the season but then they got walloped the first they did not do well in the sec big 12 showcase in Arlington, but that's kind of what's fault about college baseball versus, you know, college basketball or football is, you know, they, they try to do what they do for basketball and establish these quad one wins. Well, you know, if Texas beats LSU, that's going to be a quad one win. And I get that you're facing the same lineup, but that's not the same LSU team that you're going to face come Omaha or come postseason. We're also throwing a – yeah, it's gonna exactly. It's gonna be totally different, um, especially this early in the season. Teams haven't found their rhythm yet, um, so I don't like the opening up against like oh, the Big Twelve SEC thing. I know it gets eyes, um, you know, and viewers, but it's still it's a little rough. It's like LSU football opened up against Florida State last year, you know, we saw what happened there, and now it's gonna happen again next year. We'll see who comes out on top um, around the college baseball world. We had a few upsets. Uh, Portland took the series over number five Texas A&M. Did they end up sweeping them? No, uh, A&M won today five to four. Uh, Portland was up three on Homer. Yeah, yeah, Portland was up uh, three to one going into the six, and then A&M was able to bounce back today. Uh, but yeah, that's still eye opening. They even lost uh, to Lamar on the midweek, so yeah. A&M is now, I believe, three and four or four and three on the season. They'll find yeah, them. I mean, they're one of the more talented teams. I feel like. Let's hope they don't find their rhythm on March 17th, 18th, and 19th because we won't be watching. We'll be doing something else, a.k.a. Wade's wedding, but LSU will yep. be taking on Texas a and I had to turn down tickets this weekend, Wade, so that's how much I love you. I'm well, going to be at your you wedding. You know, originally I was going to give into a fall wedding, so I, I picked a spring wedding that wasn't Masters weekend. That's about as good as I can get it. <laughs> that works. That works. Yeah, that is we true. Will not if it was Masters weekend, Chet wouldn't even show up near it. <laughs> No, I totally would show up because then I could live bet the Masters because I'll be in Louisiana. Oh, yeah, that's It's true. also Easter weekend this year for the Masters, so there's that Ooh, conflict. That, that'll that be interesting to see. Yeah. Someone gets the green jacket on Easter Sunday. Those were um, fond memories, watching the final round of the Masters at my grandparents for Easter dinner, midday, Masters finishing up. Yep. Uh, it's good times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to play some live bets on, or not live bets, but some bets on the Masters when I'm in, in Louisiana for the wedding. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what Texas a looks like in a few weeks when they take on LSU. Hopefully, we won't have to watch. Hopefully, LSU will just be beating the doors off of them, and we'll be fine. It won't even matter that we're at the wedding. Um, 
Florida State takes the series over number eight, TCU. Uh, so that's an interesting development to watch with TCU. And, of course, our Tigers got upset on Saturday, but they bounced back to win two of the three games this weekend and take the take the tournament. So I don't, uh, don't believe our number one ranking will falter. I'm sure we'll still be ranked number one because I think Tennessee was number two, and they've lost three or four games already this season. Um, a lot of the SEC wa- lost some midweek games. Um, but LSU got it going against Southern. What was it, like 18-4? to four. Yeah, Trey Morgan hit for – Hit for the cycle. The offense is there, that's for sure. Yeah, so we uh, let's just hope we don't we don't falter against Texas here midweek. Um, you know, these midweek games sneak up on these teams, but we'll see. Hopefully, they treat it like a weekend game. Um, another LSU news: women's basketball wrapped up. They, I think they finished the season twenty-seven and one, tied yep. for the best uh, regular season in LSU women's basketball history. Uh, they. Beat Mississippi State by like 20 points. No surprise there. They locked up the number two seed in the SEC tournament. Wade, do you see the women's team beating your South Carolina Gamecocks come like Final Four? You know, I think the the best scenario would be they get beat again in the tournament and then they meet in the NCAA tournament and maybe South Carolina lets down their guard because they've beaten LSU twice. But I do think if there's ever a time – for LSU to do it, it might be in the SEC tournament because South Carolina knows that they have the number one overall seed on lock. Uh, you know, of course, they'd like to win the SEC. It would kind of be silly if they didn't, but that's a team that's already looking forward to the national championship. And uh, there's a possibility they get caught slipping, but honestly, it's in Greenville, South Carolina. There's going to be a lot of South Carolina fans there. Yeah, I saw I do that. Think that's that a little they're just worrisome. By far the most talented team, so... No, I don't and I mean, that. the SEC tourney doesn't really affect your bracket rankings. I mean, LSU's probably got the number two seed for the March Madness locked up there. Um, South Carolina, obviously, is a number one seed. So we'll see. We'll see how the girls do. We'll be watching that, rooting for them. I mean, Angel Reese has just been total domination. I think they get a bye in the SEC tournament. Is that right, Tyler? Yeah, they, they get, get the double bye. It's pretty much like yeah. the men's where the top four seeds uh, get a double bye. Uh, so I don't know how the bracket works, uh, but LSU is not going to be playing probably until like Thursday. They can show up on the weekend. Uh, it's going to be interesting when the SEC expands to the 16 teams because then you have a true bracket format where you could have the one eight, seed eight. play the 16 seed. I mean, do you do that? Because there's a huge advantage to sitting around resting for the weekend. You know, do you really need true. your number one team to play the 16? I think probably one and two should have the, you know, that's your reward. And then the other 14 teams battle it out or two teams just don't make it. You leave it how it is now. I didn't even think about this. Oklahoma and Texas are going to join the SEC. I obviously like in football, all the other sports are going to be joining as well. So that should be interesting how that shakes up. And I everybody talks about they the join first. Is it football first or is it the other sports? I, I think whatever they join, it's, it's everything. Yeah, well, I think it, it might 2024 be as in January one. Um, so like it would yeah. start. Oh, with, that's interesting. Start with, I, don't, I don't know how that works. I think it might be the academic year. Yeah, it would probably be like the oh. summer months whenever they make the move. Because basketball would be in the dead middle. It would have to be yeah, like June, so, July. Yeah, so it'll be like the 2024, 2025 season. Yeah, starting with football, yeah. working into basketball. And, I didn't even so think baseball about that. will be the last. 
What if it was like January one, and then they're just like playing for the big the men's basketball teams playing in the Big Twelve, then boom, switch to the SEC, and now you're here last of the SEC because you have no SEC wins. There were two college basketball teams this year that had guys enroll in January and start playing for them midseason at Wake Forest and NC State. So (laughs) I guess you can do it with a whole team. Can you? I didn't think you could do that. They were high schoolers and they reclassified. You don't have to be there at the beginning of the season. You can just start playing. And they just enrolled and started playing. Yeah. That changes things. Like if you got an injury bug going on, you start convincing these high school commits to reclassify. Like, hey, you're starting now. I mean, you're probably still going to lose, but who knows? Only really works for basketball, I guess, because football, you're all in one semester. Right. Yeah, that's true. Basketball. Yeah, and, maybe the bowl games. Baseball. Let your early enrollees play. Do it in baseball and have these like kids graduate, start up, and be there for like the June like Omaha push or like in yeah, Omaha. You need arms. some more pitchers. Yeah, you need some more pitchers. Just enroll. That that'd be an interesting thing if they allowed that. It's a good argument. Uh, yeah, like, hey, they're committed and they get drafted during Omaha. I mean, what's the stop them from just quitting and be like, nah, I'm out? Because what if that? Well, He's I guess taking university one hundred and one, man. Learning yeah, <laughs> how to so. study and. Do his sheets. <laughs> exactly. So just just put him in there, and if you need, I mean, he's gonna he's not gonna be used to facing college hitters, but I don't think it's that different. It's different if you got like a high school batter come up and playing facing college pitchers. If you're a pitcher and you got the stuff, you're throwing 98 in high school, you're gonna do pretty damn well in the NCAA throwing 98 miles an hour too. So hey, Bryce Harper played at JUCO as a homeschooler. He, instead of really? playing in his local high school league, he played. He enrolled in junior college classes as a homeschool student and started playing college ball. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Oh, uh, that's uh, that's it. That might be something we need to explore. If there's any rules, call Jay I'm Johnson. Sure there yeah, is. He loves his rules. Yeah. He's a hey rule Jay, stickler. look, look. You need some arms to come Omaha like we did last year. Just sign some kids. Have them have them graduate early. Graduate in March. I'm sure they can figure it out. While we're transitioning back into baseball, a point about Jay Johnson that I think is funny because I know y'all wanted to talk a little bit about the pitch clock tonight. Mm -hmm. I think it's so funny that they have this pitch clock and you see all this initiative to speed up the game and they're watching it like a hawk, calling guys out left and right for taking 21 seconds. Yeah, the LSU uh, (laughs) game Friday night ended on that. But you got Jay Johnson calling timeouts between every at-bat to talk strategy like nobody's business and they they there's no rule like he's always do been it. doing that he's just saying you know, there, there's coach. a rule you, you you can only have yeah you can only uh, get one outs. meeting yeah one meeting on the mound and then you get like one offensive meeting like what jay johnson does when he talks to the hitters uh, okay well he uses every single one and i think it <laughs> yeah. interacts he uses one literally all the time you save on the mound have you noticed the the co- the pitching coaches are like full sprinting out yeah. there now? Because they only get thirty seconds. <laughs> They're like, yeah. I thought the Western Michigan guy was just a weirdo at first, but then I realized no. it was a rule. <laughs> he was booking it on. Like other years, they're just casually like walking and then just taking their time, you know, eating some sunflower yeah. seeds on the way to the you mountain. Know, like, All right, what's up, guys? Where, where are we going to eat after this game? No, not anymore. Yeah, we got that. Couldn't have made it there in twenty. Oh yeah, last year he, uh, he, yeah, he's he's bigger than uh, what's his name, Riley Cooper. The two of them are hanging out at the All You Can Eat buffet. Um, Cooper's still hanging out there with them, it looks like. So, 
but yeah, that that uh the who was it? The Braves and the Red Sox spring game ended on a in a tie because of the batter not being ready in time, two outs, bases loaded, two two count, and they called a strike. Game was over. Yeah, tie game. I mean, it's spring training, so obviously they're not going extra innings, but. Um, I thought I, I think that's pretty wild. You should get like a warning, and if it happens Does twice, you get a warning per game. Sometimes they give them a warning, sometimes they don't. I haven't seen one instance where they have just done a warning. They like look at the clock and like, all right, you know, that's strike. Yeah, I feel like each team should get one pitching warning and one batting warning, and that would be a good start. All right, but it, I also just don't like it if you're going to put a clock on both the batter and the pitcher, whenever they have, you know, their little umpire replay reviews, they need to put a clock on that yeah. because it shouldn't take like five minutes to decide whether he's safe or out. Yeah. I remember the first game they had like six replays and they all were like two and a half minutes long. It's like, well, if you want to speed up the game, speed up your replay process or cut your TV. Well, I guess baseball, there's not a TV timeout. Um, but like in football, they were talking about you know changing the rules or like the clock running on. Oh my gosh! Incomplete Whenever pass. I see that dude come out with the clock that says three thirty, I just want to punch him in the face. Yeah, in football, you can speed up the game. Just eliminate the TV timeouts. You take like one every drive. And take sucks. some of those out, and there you go. So only one more of, of SEC on CBS for all of us. Then we're done. Yeah, that's what's wild is the different network determines the yeah, this length is, of the time. We're doing one more year and then they're moving to ESPN. <sighs> I thought we were done. No. We gotta listen to Gary Daniels and Brett Nussmeyer <laughs> for speaking of Did you know that? speaking of the two of them. <laughs> Go ahead, wait on it in a minute. CBS got a bigger deal with the Big Ten than the SEC got with ESPN. That's surprising. Like, they're getting $3.6 billion and the SEC is getting $3 billion. But that shows how to. much the SEC wanted to get. I wonder off, how I much uh, Fox is going to be paying for uh, the Big 12 now since that's going to be their main one. That's also yeah, the there. Big it's like 2.3. They're going to get the <laughs> Big 12 and then the group of five. The Pac 12 <laughs> is literally negotiating with Ion TV. I thought that they just did reruns of Family Feud. They're going to be on PBS Kids before we know it. That's like Live Golf being on well, the CW. For 9 a.m. starts. PBS Kids. You got you watch that and then you Barney. Yeah, you got Barney and then your Pac-12 game. You got Blues on Clues the, coming up after the, this game. On the CW, you can catch the Vampire Diaries and then the Live Golf Tournament. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's just going to be wild. Like, I didn't know I had Eye on TV still, but maybe I do. I don't know. I used to watch uh, just a bunch Mama's of old Western House. movies I played there. I think it's Mama's House. It was like some old 1980s sitcom with his old grandma that was like, like basically uh, like Tyler Perry's Medea, but uh, like way older, like in the <laughs> 80s. And it was the funniest thing ever, but it was on Ion TV. And uh, that's what I used to watch as a kid. Uh, but what I was going to say about our friends over at CBS, Kerry Daniels and Britt Nussmeyer, you had A.J. McCarron taking less money to play in the XFL instead of being an NFL backup because he wanted to make memories for his family. There's one memory of A.J. McCarron's family that we all remember, and it's it's Gary Danielson like verbally molesting his girlfriend in the national championship game. And they it was would not leave her alone. It was Gary they were, it's, Shoot, it was both of them. Oh, uh, but yeah. Well, Gary was, didn't uh, get I to think... call the national championship. He would have, though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Nussmeyer. During the uh, SEC championship. 
yeah, that was uh, that was definitely an interesting time back then. He would have been canceled. Man, today's this culture. ain't Garrett Nussmeyer's dad. You know it's what I mean? Musburger. <laughs> I don't know why I said Nussmeyer. Musburger. <laughs> that was uh, yeah, that was definitely an interesting, uh, interesting time back then. But now they're a happy family, and AJ McCarron is starting in the XFL. He's two and the XFL has had some crazy games. I mean, but it like the under. I feel like in every game is it. It's like all these wacky scores, like eighteen to twelve, like twenty yeah, to. That's the thing. Vegas 13. doesn't know how to predict it with all the different PAT rules and onside rules. What do y'all think of? What are the rules? Oh, we lost Wade. Tyler, you still there? Yep. Okay, we we lost Wade for a second. What do you know the rules for the XFL? No, I don't. Let's see if we can guess them. I bet you a PAT is what. Oh, you can. Uh, I think you can decide the yardage that you want to take, like the Pro Bowl. Really? Right, let's see. Let's see. Hold on. We're getting a little sports scramble pause here until Wade can reconnect. <laughs> well, future chat. This is where you have to edit. <laughs> nah, I'd be okay. We're still talking. So the XFL rules. There's tiered extra points. Um, hold on. Pulling them up right now. Oh. Uh, tiered extra points are back. Teams will have three run slash pass only. Oop, we got to take off the overlay now that Wade's gone. Um, but let's see. I'm trying to find. So if you the extra point because it's not. I don't think it's kicking. I don't think you kick a field goal. Um. Teams will have three run-pass-only options for extra points following a touchdown. For the two-yard line, it's one point. From the five-yard line, it's two points. And from the 10-yard line, it's three points. Um, oh, there we go. Here's Wade. Uh, he got that Kenner internet, man. He's, he got it. You got to upgrade it. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah we were – on it. That was Verizon, actually. The hotspot gave out. Oh, come on, Verizon. Hook, hook your boy up with a better hotspot. Uh, we were looking at the two yard lines, one point, the five yard lines, two points, and 10 yard line is three points. You can't kick an extra point, but can you still kick a field goal? Yes, okay. But what I don't like about it is that I like how the field goal, like two field goals plus an extra point, is the equivalent of or is the equivalent of a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, like, you kind of lose that when you have a three point play, per se. Like, you it takes away the scenario where you have to go down the field and get a touchdown and a field goal. You can just get nine points on one play. So I'm yeah. looking I mean, at you some get of these the, other rules. Um, I like the kickoffs. The kickoffs are cool. Yeah, teams that again play five yards apart, kicking team at 35 or a turn team at the own 35. They line up like it's a wrestling match. So I can just imagine right now like Jordan Davis lining up on some little like scrawny special teamer. And just like pancaking them. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got 35 second play clock. Clock will start after incomplete passes and out of bounds plays prior to the two minute warning. Um, and the clock stops after a first down during the two minute warning. And you only get three timeouts per half. It's first and second half. That's it. Um, on fourth down. Uh, oh, wait. Never mind. Sorry. After you score a touchdown, you'll have two options to keep the ball. You can either do an onside kick or you have a fourth, fourth and 15 conversion from their own 25-yard line, but that's only can be used in the fourth quarter. That's interesting. Hmm. Uh, you can have a double forward pass. And I think you get the ball wherever you complete the pass, too. 
like on that fourth uh, and fifteen. I think like it's from the fifty, and if you throw it down to like the twenty-five, line, okay, then you get you get it's the just, ball. It's just like a new set of downs, yeah, wherever yeah. it goes. So the strategic would like if you have two seconds left, it would be to chuck it, you know, within field goal range or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the Rock is running this thing. It seems like it's pretty successful so far. We haven't really talked about it because I haven't watched any games, but I see the highlights on Twitter. I watched um, a little bit of it. The thing that stands out to me is two things about like the setup is, one, they all live and train in Dallas, and then they get on a plane and fly to their respective city for the game, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, right. And two, the disparity between the stadiums and facilities I think is why they have to do that because you have some teams playing in NFL stadiums and then you have others playing in baseball stadiums. And then you have some like the Las Vegas team is playing in like a municipal, like kids recreation complex uh, <laughs> where they spray painted the dead grass green today. Oh my gosh. Has- so, so you have like the Seattle sea dragons playing the Seahawks stadium. Yes. And then you have the Vegas team. I think the Houston roughnecks play it, play in NRG. So Raiders, just help help them out, man. I mean, hell, even Bishop Gorman High School, help them out. Let them play there. <laughs> They're UNLV, playing in like, just go play yeah, UNLV. College stadium. I think they demolished UNLV Stadium whenever oh. the new Raiders one oh. opened because they play there. But play Bishop Gorman plays like elite football, you know, big Catholic school. They can definitely play there. And the thing is, is like uh the guys are having to enter the dugouts to go to the the locker room and it's like there's probably a kids eight u baseball game there the day before no joke i mean it was it was kind of bad for the brand (laughs) yeah they got to figure that out the rock just rent out some arena i mean you got enough money you could do it Dwayne. uh well yeah or just relocate the team if you can't yeah they'll do it in vegas yeah they could put it in baton rouge we would go watch that yeah, put in Tiger Stadium. I don't know if they'd let them play in Tiger Stadium, but they got that uh that stadium, stadium that's no, they got that stadium off of I twelve. That's like this big dome. You know what I'm talking about near downtown. They could play just where Southern yeah. plays. And oh yeah, go play in the Southern Stadium. Yeah, that should that should be interesting. Um, other NFL news: Tyler, the gambling addict on the show. <laughs> found out that Anthony Richardson's odds to be selected number one jumped up. We're talking about the Florida quarterback, Anthony Richardson. He was at plus 10,000. Now he's plus 750 because the rumor is the Colts are going to trade the Bears for the number one pick and they're going to select Anthony Richardson. We'll see. I mean, the draft is in April, so we're still two months away. But uh, we'll uh, we'll have to give our top five or top ten big board, you know, put – uh, what's his name? Todd McShay. To oh, he got a mock draft out there. Exactly. Todd and so, uh, Mel Kiper Jr. Yeah, put Todd, him to Todd, shame. Todd. We'll do the sports scramble draft. Um, and Can we each we'll wear a suit good. and tie and be a representative for eight teams? We could. <laughs> I like and it. And then we could put out a graphic for it. That would be a perfect it, idea. I like it. But we'll nobody gets the Dolphins. We'll get they a TikTok draft. Yeah, the Dolphins forfeited their pick, so no one gets to be uh, my Whoever has the Dolphins has to forfeit their pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we might have to do that, and we'll we'll have our friends at Fanatics. I got to I gotta get all the way up here for people yeah, watching gotta, YouTube because it covers my face. got to get your posture up. Yeah, so uh, stay tuned for our pre-draft special. It's going to be sponsored by Fanatics, 
And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the link right there. If you're listening, it's fanatics.n3n6tx.net slash sports scramble. Head on over to Fanatics, help the show out, use our link, get your team gear. We got college baseball going on. We got golf. We got women's basketball, men's basketball, the XFL, about to be MLB season, hockey season. There's a lot of sports going on. Get any type of gear you want. Uh, I got to buy some Duquesne gear. There was talks of that. Fletch is supposed to send me some Duquesne gear since uh, I can never remember how to pronounce their name. So head on over to back to back. So that's a miracle in itself. Yeah, it's, I was like, yeah, I, I, said, about like, oh, I almost said the screen. Um, <laughs> our friends over at Duquesne, maybe we'll, we're, we're gonna maybe we'll pick them this year, we'll cover them uh every week. Uh, but head on over to our link, uh, help us out, get your fanatics gear. So, a uh, few other things I wanted to bring up the Netflix documentary Full Swing. Wade, you haven't watched it yet. Um, there's not really any spoilers because it all happened in real life. Uh, but Tyler, both of us, both of us watched it. What was your favorite episode? Uh, I feel like the one that stood out to me. I know that the Rory one is probably going to be your favorite, so I'm just going to let you uh, go ahead and take that one. I'm going to go with episode two, uh, featuring Brooks. Of Kepka course, you are Brooks and Scotty Scheffler. Wife. What? No, yeah, I know why you like that show. There was a lot of fantasy <laughs> shots of Brooks Kepka's wife. Come no, on, I think it's just like the story. Is that was what... the only R-rated episode too. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? No, <laughs> uh, uh, but I just feel like the story of him, I mean, just going from one of the greatest golfers in the world, he was, at, at, I think, the number one golfer. I think it was, was like 2017, 2018. Uh, he won like four majors uh, out the gates, and then he had some stints uh, of injuries. He went through a Justin Bieber phase of his hair. He went from yeah. like, he like bleached Blonde his hair. <laughs> so I don't know, I went through that phase, uh, but I think. Like this whole entire series did a really good job of just going through the the lives of this and like it really if you look watch uh, episode two of Brooks Kepta like whenever he makes like bogeys and he like really sucks like he shows it like he like cusses and everything which mm-hmm. I like about him like and then like it goes to his like house whenever like they're eating dinner you know with uh, his you know wife and his friends it's just. And when they're in the bed in the Shut pool, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that was uh, but it, you know, it, it really gets to these like professional golfers. And the cure, the really the curious thing that stood out to me is like, I didn't know that if they miss the cut, they don't get any money, so yep, they're like spending all these dollars on on hotels and all this stuff and all that, like rental cars and all that. Uh, but I think that with Scotty Scheffler also being in this episode as well, going through his master's win and then. What I really liked about the episode, they showed off uh, the WM Phoenix Open. And my gosh, we need to go over there because they get absolutely wild on hole 16. They're chucking beers. Uh, Joel Damon yeah. in that one episode took off his shirt. He was flying yeah, it around. His, yeah. He uh, picked up a beer, uh, off, picked up a beer off the ground and chugged it. So episode two to me, it showed some party and it showed uh, you know mm-hmm. Brooks Kepko, you know, going from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, and now. He's on the Live uh, Golf Tour, which our viewers know I'm not a fan of. And after the the series, I kind of really changed my thoughts of it. I mean, some of these guys looked at this as a job like we do as a job as well. If we get offered these millions and millions of dollars, we're going to take it. So that is what it well, is. This, I think what the series, I mean, one, it, it pumped up the PGA. 
It yeah. really got everybody fired up for that. Uh, but it also did a good job of painting the picture of why the players went to live. And what I liked was they didn't give some yeah. BS answer. Like DJ in his episode goes, are you kidding me, dude? If you got a call to work less and get paid more money, you'd be a moron if you didn't take it. Like, yeah. I mean, I think he said you'd be an absolute moron to not take yeah. the money. So, and they, they said that's why, like, you look at Brooks Kepka who wasn't winning. He says in his episode, he's Scotty wins the master. He goes, I can't even compete with that. Yeah. They're so good now. And I just don't have my best. And he was like, I'm going to live. I mean, you provide it's complete. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, where it's, it's security for your family. You get all this money. It's guaranteed. If you last place at every tournament makes 120 grand. Um, you got guys like Pat Perez, who was pretty much irrelevant in the, the PJ tour. And then Ian Poulter, his episode, which I didn't like Ian Poulter before. I didn't like him after his episode. Are you um, buy some of his pants? No, they're ridiculous. Uh, but there's a reason he wants to live because I don't couldn't tell you the last time he won a golf tournament. I mean, he's near. I thought he was so, like 55. Yeah, yeah, he's older, <laughs> and he could go there and make. I think they probably offered him like 10, 20 million dollars. That's yeah. more money. Than it wasn't as much as like Kepka. He got a hundred yeah. million and. I don't, I don't even know what Cam Smith got. Probably like uh, close. It, was close. it was like 175. Oh. That is just insane. But, and so is that divided is, by the number of tournaments you play? It's like 175. Or do you still, is there still a tournament purse? So, no, there's still a tournament purse. There was a rumor going around that that's how it was, but they came out and said that wasn't true. Um, so, there's basically like a once, it's like a contract, but it's a three year contract and they're getting paid 175 million or cam smith for example 175 million for three years and then there's a tournament purse i think it's like four million dollars a tournament it varies um which live golf has made zero money they have zero revenue they, they, you know and they've released that and they really have to start making some money to probably stay around but it's the saudi government they've got unlimited money um i don't know what there's they want to work together with like there's hope that eventually they could work together with pj tour but Greg Norman's doing this as like a personal vendetta against the PGA tour. So as long as he's the head guy, it'll never happen. Um, but they are allowing him to play in the majors and that's what the, all the live guys, that's really all they care about. I mean, they don't like, they had the Honda classic this week. They don't care about playing at the Honda classic. They want to go play the major championships and compete. And I mean, the PGA tour is really high right now with the Phoenix open and Riviera last week, Tiger Woods playing um, and live. It's just started this week, so nobody's really paying attention to them. But they get one of their guys, as you said, (laughs) exactly. So if they get one of their guys, they're paying to be on CW. I'm pretty sure Um, the CW is not paying to to post it. Uh, But if they get one of their guys to win a major championship, that's gonna open some eyes because then it's like, okay, you go play eight tournaments and you can still compete with the world's best. But Cam Smith's gonna be their best shot. Yeah, I mean, I think he finished eighth in today's tournament. That the, or yeah. So what do they do the other weekends? Uh, it's that's the whole point. Is it's um, it's less golf, less more, golf money. more money. I think they now. I think they are the fourteen tournament. Play to keep you know rhythm and stuff. I mean, I'm sure they play on well, yeah, their they, own, whether it's for yeah. money or not. But the big thing was like the PGA Tour players. They only play like the top guys. They only play like sixteen events a year. Um. And now they probably don't play the midweek. They probably are only playing practice rounds and for money. 
Exactly. I season. mean, you still go out there and and you know practice, obviously, um, but it's uh, you got the there's twenty or how many elevated events are there? There might be. I think there's sixteen elevated events, which the top. Uh, I think it's the top twenty players in the FedEx Cup have to or top twenty in the pit. There's certain players have to play in the elevated events. Uh, maybe it's the top world ranking points, whatever it is. I can't remember. Um, and then you get to skip one event. Like Rory skipped the first event uh, in Hawaii. Uh, he never really plays there. Uh, but Shoot, I would you just have, go play and try to make the cut that weekend. <laughs> well, at at, um, at that one, there is no cut. Uh, it's, no, just, it's like the tournament. Yeah, you get last place and you still get all the money. Yeah. Probably not enough um, to pay for Rory's weekend, but still a nice trip. Right. So, but uh, they all have to, to play in these like 16 or 15 events. Um, and now live, I think only they was eight. Now it's 14. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, so that's the whole thing is like, oh, we can play less golf, spend more time with our families, make more money. Um, and then them fighting to want to play on the PGA Tour like goes completely against their premise. It makes no sense. Um, but this year they'll be allowed to play in all four majors. I mean, if one of them wins the Masters and you've got Scotty Scheffler like giving Cam Smith the green jacket, that's gonna be wild. They got, I mean, Cam Smith won the PJ Tours like flagship non-major event, the Players Championship, and he's not like they're just gonna have to come up with new graphics because they're definitely not gonna put him around the tournament. I mean, he can't even <laughs> compete in it, so. Um, and that was his home course, and they they revoked his membership. He's not allowed to uh, to practice there. Um, I don't even think he's allowed to like be on the grounds there. So, but oh, my favorite episode of Full Swing. I really liked the Rory one, but I think my favorite one was probably Tony Finau and his family. That his wife's that family is just awesome. <laughs> yeah. She, I've seen her on TikTok. She's hilarious, but that family is just awesome. Um, the whole thing was like. Tony, you could be so much better, you know, if you didn't have your family come to every tournament. You know, if you were like Tiger back in the day and was just like full. Oh, yeah, that worked for golf. Tiger. <laughs> yeah, look at it. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he's the best golfer ever. That's for sure. Right. He's the best golfer to ever touch golf club. But, yeah, look at his – I mean, now his family life's better. But back in like 09, whoo. Uh, but Tony Finau came out and was like, if I don't win – golf tournaments because my family's there, then I'm totally fine with that. Like my family comes first. And I was like, that's, that's cool to see. And then he went and won like three in a row. So he's uh he's finally putting it together. And I really liked seeing the, the rookie episode um, with Mito Pereira choking away the PJ championship. <laughs> Watching that was insane. Um, and then you got Sahith Thagala on there as well. And he's just a cool story to follow. Living in um, each town. Yeah, he's living up in the woodlands. Uh, but like watching, I got, I like got emotional watching his family watch him miss that putt to lose the Phoenix Open, and then like the dad just like breaks down crying, and, and he's crying. I was like, oh my gosh, man, tear jerkers right here. Uh, but wait, you gotta you gotta start the series. It's really good. It's the first episode episodes. is pretty good too. Uh, between uh, the, the frenemies yeah. of Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. Yeah, really, yeah, so it's really to- like a. Behind the scenes of their lives. Um, I mean, I want more. I want another season. Oh, they're, they're, it's already in the works. Um, I like so stuff more, like that, like Last Chance. Give me a Ricky Fowler episode. You got to watch more the uh, Coach Prime on. on Prime. That's another one you should I think watch. It's, it, 
That one's hosted by Barstool Sports. They put it together. I can't they, wait, uh, wait to watch Coach Prime take on Colorado. So, yeah, I like those <laughs> kind of sports documentaries. Yeah. And then you mentioned that that quarterback one that Mahomes signed on. Yeah, for. and that's the next one Netflix is doing. It's, uh, Pat, I was surprised they got Pat Mahomes to do that. It, who was it? It was Mahomes. Kirk Cousins um, and Marcus Mariota. So yeah, quite the, the uh, downfall there. <laughs> Marcus Mariota quit halfway through the season, so that should be interesting to, to see what comes out I of that. I can't wait to watch the Kirk Cousins cam. What the? What yeah. does he do at home? <laughs> with, with his, how did they get Mahomes? I mean, James. Yeah, I mean, that's the big name right there. I think uh, Netflix's goal for full swing is to definitely get Tiger Woods. That would just be crazy. But I think I mean, Tiger's got some – Contract. He got a lot of airtime on full swing. I know that he didn't have like a specific like episode tailed him, but I feel like every episode he was in it. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, it was just like uh, from the tournaments he played, mostly from the Masters. Yeah, the also, Masters. Our, our friends, uh, the Brothers Brant podcast, they were in it. They were escorting yep. him to the first tee box. So uh, it's cool to see them in there. But well, uh, I think I watched the full thing in like four days. <laughs> so I was just like binge watching. Same here. It. Um, so it'll, we'll have to wait for next year for another episode to come out. Um, but it, it was fun to just see the behind the scenes of all the golfers. So, um, let's see other sports news. I've got in my notes, the Kings and Clippers have the second highest scoring game in NBA history, double overtime. The Kings saying take down the Clippers 176 to 175. Pretty crazy. Hope you hammered the over on that one, Tyler, <laughs> since you're our, uh, you know, our degenerate gambler on that. I don't think podcast. Tyler's to the point of regular season NBA action involving That's the true. Kings. No. <laughs> but he could have gone and seen the game live if he was in L.A. or Sacramento, wherever it was played. If he used I'm C- in the other C- L.A. Yeah, you're in Louisiana, <laughs> not Los Angeles. the Kings when they come here. Yeah, yeah. I, already, I already saw them. Well, Tyler gets to watch all the games live because he works for the Pelicans. But wait, I want to go see Tyler at work. I'm a UC geek. Exactly. Yes. Live sports are great on television, but the feeling of being in the arena is priceless. That's where our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, but you can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Now you can save with the promo code BELLYUPSPORTS, all capital, one word. Visit SeatGeek.com in our promo code at checkout, and you save $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. What a slogan. What a slogan by our friends at SeatGeek. That's a, that's a good it's one. It's like Lil Wayne. Life is a beach and I'm just playing in the sand. <laughs> exactly. They Boom. They probably had Lil Wayne write the slogan. Um, y'all got a dog of the week? Show's almost over. We got to end it with a dog of the week in the TMZ Sports segment. You ready dog for this? Dog of the week. I got a weird dog of the week. Tyler, it's not going to be able to be put in the poll, so I'll come up with a second one. Did you see the Texas A&M fan make the catch of the oh, year? Yeah. Like a hard foul ball into the right field stands. And the dude just one hand nabs it before it hits the guy square in the face. So that's my dog, of the, my main dog of the week. But for the Twitter poll, uh, mine's definitely Dylan Cruz. Five for six today, four RBIs. Three doubles. Three doubles. Yeah, 21st birthday. He's getting yep. hammered tonight for sure. Happy birthday, Dylan Cruz. Down there in Austin. We're almost uh, birthday probably. twins. Ah, That's true. Yeah, Wade's birthday is tomorrow. 
Um, too bad you didn't have his baseball athletic skill hat. Just joking. You really <laughs> baseball. Um, but the uh, yeah, Dilla Cruz got it rolling today. I think he's batting like 500 on the season. So, dude's gonna be the number one pick for sure. Wait, who's your dog of the week since you're the birthday? All right, player? mine's a little obscure as well, kind of like your first one there. This one was actually sent to me by our guy, Krish, uh, one of the groomsmen. We had a good Shout time out, Krish. He sends me fun tweets throughout the day, as do you gentlemen. But he sent me one today because I'm kind of teaching him baseball, and um, he's teaching me soccer. And he sent me that Northern Kentucky's Liam Ackman hit two grand slams in the same inning. So wow. the team they were playing was probably pretty bad, but just the odds of getting up there twice. Northern the Kentucky. Guess Northern who they were playing. I know the head they were playing. They Kentucky. Were playing. No, they were playing yeah. Western Michigan. Oh, ah, Western Michigan like continues to get piled on. <laughs> two, yeah, their Sunday starter is not that good. Inning. Jeez, oh. but yeah, two grand slams in one inning that's pretty efficient. Um, so Has that ever Liam happened Ackman, before? congratulations! Two grand slams in one game is insane. Shoot, one grand slam in the game is for insane. a team, two. but for the individual player, but yeah, two by the same player in one inning. I, I don't think it's ever happened before. Yeah, the odds on that are insane. So, eight RBIs in one inning that's a good way to get your stat line going. Yeah, for real, pump them stats. Tyler, who you got? I'm going to give it to the double-double queen herself. Angel Reese had an insane game today. 23 points, 26 rebounds against Mississippi State as LSU closed out the regular season with a 74-59 win against the Bulldogs in a gold game. A sold-out crowd once again uh, in the P-Mac. It was an electric environment. So Angel Reese, once again, it was Jasmine Carson last week for me. This week, Angel Reese, the queen. There we go, Angel. Um... The last segment for the show, the TMZ Sports segment. I also got a TMZ news. That's why I just went like, CSI. what? <laughs> Did, make make this a TikTok here, Wade. Carol Baskins found dead. <laughs> Husband discovered alive in Costa Rica? What in the yeah, world? I, this not a... life. I thought you were going Alabama basketball on us with CSI, but dang, uh, Carol Baskins died. Okay. Yeah, oh. Carol Baskins <laughs> found what? Hold up. Is this true? Rumors of Carol Baskin's husband being alive may just be. Oh, I read that. <laughs> I read that totally wrong. The headline no, got me. No. Cancel the TikTok. Carol, Carol Baskin. That's what clickbait does to you. Yeah, click, make that a clickbait TikTok. Keep that on there. Carol Baskin's dead husband found alive in Costa Rica. They, 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 the headline says Carol's, Carol Baskin's dead, period. Husband discovered alive in Costa Rica. <laughs> so good spot to all right, TMZ. You got me on that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my TMZ segment of the week, we had everyone's favorite rapper Drake place a four hundred thousand dollar bet to win one million on Jake Paul to knock out uh <gasps> Nate Fury. The Drake curse was, lives on. The Drake curse. Fury got it done with the unanimous decision on uh to he beat Jake Paul. So I didn't think it was going to happen because uh, it's Jake Paul, and I figured it was going to be rigged. But yeah, no, there you go. that Fury guy, dude, like he's he learned how to fight bar fighting in England. He's crazy. Yeah, Jake Paul didn't stand a chance. I didn't know that. I should. Uh, our boy Dan, shout out Dan if you're listening. Uh, he he said he was going to play some bets on on Nate Fury or Nick Fury, whatever his name is. 
Fury. Yeah, he's got um, the so, physique of like, you know, a frat guy at LSU. <laughs> I think he's related to the dude that fights uh, Wilder. The Fury and Wilder fights. I think they're brothers. Oh, no, I think that's, he fought Wilder a couple years ago and beat him, and it was a big upset. No, that's a different guy. That's oh, that's, his, that's the. I think that's his brother. Because oh, uh, I'm thinking what, of the big guy, anyways. Oh yeah, yeah, no, this is like a smaller Fury. Um, wow. I think the, I think they might be brothers. I don't know. The the tweet I saw of like the ending, the graphic was the big guy putting the crown on the small guy. So, oh, I was like, shoot, why would you ever bet on Jake Paul in that matchup? But now, it <laughs> yeah, sense. no, that's totally, totally. I'm like, gonna sledgehammer him into the dirt. Yeah. Um, to end the show, I do want to talk about Alabama basketball because that is just so you know. When this was like six, three months ago, their their shooting guard or whatever was arrested on a murder charge, um, and now he's been going through court and everything. Comes out that their star point guard gave him the gun that he used in the murder. And what does the head coach say? Wrong place at the wrong time. College kids are kids. College man. kids will go out, you. you know. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Grab like, a couple beers after the game, you know. Yeah, shoot up the club. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, it's kids are kids, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, and and they're just letting them play. I mean, they're like the, the school's like, eh, turn a blind eye, you know, whatever. Let them keep going. I think he should at least be probably suspended and or taken out until he's proven innocent and not like no. I don't know if any legal. I'm not a lawyer. If you're a lawyer, call it. You know, send us a DM. Explain it to us. Um, I don't like. I don't know. He. He texts him, hey, man, bring me your gun. So, obviously, he, he was like, we got some stuff going down. So, obviously, he knows his gun's not going to be used to just show off. Look look at my pistol. No, he's like, bring me your gun to the club. And so, it's going to be used for something. The text messages say, uh, or apparently what was said in court. Hot and ready like Little Caesars. Yeah, he says it's hot and ready in the hat. There's he didn't he he doesn't say there's one in the chamber he says it in a much like harder way but basically saying there's one in the chamber ready to roll um, and yeah it ends up being used in the murder uh, that that the former Alabama player did so I don't know it's uh, it's pretty wild oh, at least you, think you, you shouldn't pat down the player as a uh, pregame celebration during introductions yeah, like that that's also a little, <laughs> That's it. That's from the intro. Hey, yeah, there. I mean, he's he was a guaranteed lottery pick. I'm curious what if he's going to continue one or if he's just going to come out of this like pretty clean. I mean, I don't know yeah. if he can be in any legal trouble. I think Wait, that, you know, well, your friend, ask her. Ask yeah, her. I'll have to hit up Michaela on this one. Yeah, find out. I mean, I don't know if. I mean, it's like when you drive somebody to. And they commit like a robbery, and you're the getaway driver. You're involved in that, I would think. I mean, I guess they can't prove he had any knowledge of what the gun was going to be used for, but pretty wild stuff, man. Either way, it could come back to cost him for the draft stock. And then, you know, Alabama just, besides all this, they just seem like a very undisciplined team. And I think it will come back to bite them come tournament time because. Yeah, I'm taking the field. Yeah, the players yeah. can just walk all over their coach and he's got their back when they do the dumbest of things. I mean, literally couldn't stoop down any lower. Um, yeah. So, 
you know, he puts up with all their stuff. They don't play good defense. So I think that that will come back to catch them. They got two um, scares uh, this week. They almost lost uh, to bad South Carolina team yeah. on uh, Tuesday and, and then Arkansas yeah, he, gave them the game. So he, uh, what is his name? Um, I just he lost the game it. winner against South Carolina. Yeah. yeah. You had like yeah, 40 points in that game too. You went off. Yeah. So what is his name? Brandon uh, Brandon. Brandon Miller, That's yeah. Right. It's a shame. Yeah, He's so. really fun to watch. He seems to be a cool-headed player. I think he just really made a bad mistake. And wait till it gets out that Alabama basketball hazes their freshmen and makes them run around and do errands for him because then Nate Oates will get fired. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why he was in that situation because he had to drive the dude to the club. Um, yeah, so it sounds to me he, like they were hazing him into a murder investigation. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the he said that he decided not to go to the club, which I guess good on him. He was like, nah, I'm going home. And then yeah, it was like, hey, dude, we need your gun. And it's like, usually it's, it's a, like, uh, hey, bring me a burger. Yeah, not, hey, bring me your gun. I got to go shoot somebody. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty gray line they're tiptoeing right now, especially going into, into the uh, playoffs, which obviously should be the last. Well, Tuscaloosa thing. was a good old and, college town with no temptations. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, Come on now. This is this is pretty wild. I'm just I'm just shocked at the way the school and the coach they're like, eh, he's a kid, made a mistake. It's like, yeah, that's a little bit more than a mistake, man. Like that's a big deal. Somebody was killed. Um, I mean, we fired Will Wade for paying somebody, and you got the coach saying, oh yeah, we knew about it. Like that's what he said. Will Wade could be coaching at Ole Miss uh, next year at this rate. Yeah. I wish we'd hire him back, but it'll never happen. Yeah, it's not gonna the happen. Thing, no the way. thing that threw me off was Alabama's coach was like, oh, yeah, we knew about it. We just didn't say anything. Like, what? It'd be so, one thing to say we knew about it. We handled it internally until he's legally charged. He's going to continue to be a member of this team. But then don't say, oh, college kids will be college kids going out yeah. and having some drinks. That's <laughs> well, when you get the, the NCAA uh, dripping down your spine. It's the same thing with LSU. I mean, Malik Neighbors was arrested during Mardi Gras. Uh, did we talk about this on last? I don't remember if we had a show. No, it, all this happened right after we released our episode on Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. He was arrested because he had a, a firearm in New Orleans, um, and he wasn't registered to have it. But honestly, I'd rather him be down there protecting himself because he's a uh, apparently he's a that was popular a part of the team. There was like twenty people that got popped with the same thing. It was an effort to get illegal guns off the street. Well. That's that's good. Yeah, and he was eventually uh, let go. He just uh, they just confiscated the gun. That was it. Yeah. So I don't. People were like, oh, he's not going to play in the first game. No, um, he's just going to run about forty stadiums. Slap Brian on the Kelly's wrist. Gonna, yeah, Brian Kelly. I mean, Saban does the charged. same thing with Alabama when Alabama people get even worse. Eli Ricks was had a DUI and he still played the rest <laughs> yeah, of the season. No, he had a suspended license. <laughs> But he had a ton of weed in the car and a gun. <laughs> so I don't know, man. These he was making deliveries. Right. Except that's even worse. <laughs> um, but no, I I mean, I think Malik Neighbors doesn't miss any time. Yeah. That he's just gonna he's probably just gonna run. He's got a long hot time. Louisiana summer to be running his tail off. Hey, but he's gonna be stupid fast come football season. They won't let he's him use the indoor abilities. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure he'll be rightfully punished, but I don't think they're going to take it out on the team as a whole because he's wide receiver number one, 
if he was arrested and like formally charged, like he killed somebody, yeah, he's off the team. Basically, they were just trying to get like minors and people with illegal guns off the well, it's good using a uh, technicality. That city needs to clean, try to clean up its crime anyway. I mean, it's uh, I'm glad he was if he's down there, at least he was protecting himself, you know. Uh, but we, I mean, that's a whole other topic. Uh, we could go into, but we've already been recording for over an hour. It's the off season. We're not going to upload a two-hour podcast. Um, I think that's it, guys. Y'all got anything else? Uh, we got the scouting combine uh, kicking off uh, this week, uh, so we'll be able to watch uh, some of the top prospects uh, in Indy uh, get a look uh, of the top prospects and maybe some sleeper we'll some- prospects that can really can boost up their draft stock. I uh, have Bryce Young like watching- in at 210 pounds so that we can end all this ridiculous speculation of Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. <laughs> I always like seeing the 40 times because there's always somebody that just like is insanely fast and blows it out of the water. So that'll, that'll be fun to see. Uh, but that's it. I think we call it a call it a show. I got nothing left. That's good enough. All right. For me. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody listening. Um, if you're on YouTube, once again, please help us out. Hit the subscribe, like comment, share, follow us on TikTok at sports scramble podcast. Twitter at Sports Scramble 4, YouTube at The Sports Scramble Podcast because there's a Sports Scramble video game that we should not be confused with. Um, shout out to Belly Up Sports for hosting us every week. Uh, check them out. They got great shows from wrestling to golf to soccer to college hoops to scouting, injury reports, everything. Uh, so we appreciate everybody listening. We hope you have a great week.